day 45 of the Hong Kong football lockout. And as local matches continue to be played behind closed doors, it's Chun Kwan oh yes for Kichi, Chun Kwan oh no for Rangers, and Chun Kwan OMG in the FA Cup match between Yunlong and Pegasus. We've got all the latest news and results from various competitions in the local game, so stick around for this, the latest edition of the Hong Kong Football Podcast from a virus hit West Kowloon. My name, as always, is James Legg, and joining me is Tobias Zusa. Hello, Toby, how are you? I'm great, given the circumstances. And what circumstances are those? Well, that things weirdly go a little bit back to normal in Hong Kong in recent days. The streets are getting busier, the malls are getting fuller, the restaurants are getting fuller, and the football is crawling out of its cave again, and we get something to see eventually. Yeah, and it's funny, isn't it? Hong Kong is really the trendsetter here. We were the first to do behind-closed-doors matches, and now... Italy is catching on. You're going to see it elsewhere as well. Europe is going to be playing Hong Kong style behind closed doors football. Exactly. This is why we should have global reach in order to get to know the trends. Yeah. If you know any people in Italy who want to know what it's like, you know, really prepare themselves for the emotional roller coaster that is watching a game behind closed doors, then, um, or rather, not watching it then, um, yeah, they should listen to this. So this week, we just had the first Premier League game behind those closed doors. I mean, it's no more or less behind any doors than usual. It's just that there's no one in the stadium, right? That's a true, but we can even say it more dramatically. It's the first Premier League game behind closed doors in history. In history? Yeah. And who played in that game? <laughs> It was a very exciting game between Kitchi and Salvan, which was previously the fourth round, I believe. The fourth in, round, like game week. Right, which was cancelled due to the other stuff we had to deal with before all the viral thing happened. Almost forgot what that was at the <laughs> beginning of the season. But there were a lot of reasons why previously games were rescheduled and this is one of these early days match cancellations. Yeah, and so for the last few weeks we've had lots of games, but they've been Sapling Cup games, FA Cup games... And now we have this league game. Kichi won 5-1 at Chunkwano Sports Ground. So the games are no longer being played at the training center, which also happens to be in Chunkwano, but they've moved to the sports ground now, which I guess is a slight improvement. Shinichi Chan and Park Jun Hung, both with their first Premier League goals for Kichi, as well as a Chang Kong Pan own goal and a brace from Manuel Blader. Those are the five goals for Kichi. And with that win, they leap into second place on 19 points, three points off top-placed RNF, and still unbeaten. Nine wins in a row in all competitions, three wins in a row in the league. They're back in the race. Yeah, very much so. And it really comes down to the direct confrontations with RNF in the coming weeks. And yeah, who would have thought that a few months ago? <laughs> but given all the, the mess that we were dealing with, um, <laughs> yeah, they probably were the one team that were least affected by it, given that they have a private training ground that they could still use over all these last weeks, which... It's not the luxury that all other clubs have. We had this similar observation, I think, a similar argument before in, in previous years as well, asking about the advantage that Kitchi have. Yeah, or maybe, you know, at the start of the season, they had a new coach. They had a bit of a squad overhaul, players like Souza coming in, 
blade are coming in. It didn't feel too coherent. And maybe things are just clicking into place. You know, no one ever doubted that they were good players. And it seems they've switched to three at the back as well. So now that Park John Hung has come in, you've got Ling Ai Hoi, Helio and him as a back three, which maybe works better given the personnel they currently have at their disposal. But yeah, very good for them. Southern sits third on 18 points, but they've played the game more than everyone else. Eastern and Lee Man are fourth and fifth, both on 16. What's next up? for Kichi in the league. Well, Kichi really want to make up some of the games that they haven't played before. On March 18, they will play another league game behind closed doors, again at Cheongkwano Sports Ground, against Liman. Liman is actually hosting, but at that point, who cares, right? It's a neutral ground, more or less. At 2.30 p.m., the kickoff on a weekday. So even if you want to watch the live broadcast, make sure that you can open it up secretly in your browser at work. <laughs> Because, yeah, it will be difficult to watch, nonetheless. Yeah, but good for anyone who's still working from home. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Like me. <laughs> <laughs> but this is a big game for both teams. For Kichi, it's a chance to further cement their place as number one contenders to RNF. For Lee Man, it could be their last chance to pull themselves into the chasing pack. They had such a bright start to this season, but last time out in the league, they lost to Easton and in all competitions it's five defeats in the last six that includes a rather comical 6-3 defeat to Rangers Rangers have been a bit wacky recently haven't they should we talk about them if you want <laughs> well just take a look at their results most recently they lost 8-2 to Easton before that was the 6-3 win before that was a 9-3 defeat to Pegasus also in the Sapling Cup 3-0 loss, 5-0 loss. Elsewhere this season, they've lost 7-1, 6-0, 5-1. When they lose, they lose. These are like, what, more than 30 goals in three matches? Oh, many. Like I mean, one, of, one, of, one game had 12 goals in it. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's where you get your money's worth. Go and watch Rangers. But yeah, I just wanted to raise that they did manage to get a win in... Uh, there wasn't much at stake in this game, was that This was in Group A of the Sapling Cup, and uh, both Lee Man and Rangers were already out of the tournament, so um, I think that's why this freak result occurred. This is very true, but in general, the Sapling Cup rounds, all of them felt very, very goal-heavy. You almost had the feeling that they're playing football like nobody's watching, <laughs> which literally was the case, <laughs> and I think they maybe were more forgiving about defensive performances. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> so how do you feel about the switch from the Chernkono training ground to the stadium? How big an impact is this going to have, apart from the quality of the highlights have got better? Well, it was very important for them to make the switch towards mid-February when they played a few games in the training center some of the clubs already started to be very very impatient and very annoyed about the setup there because it didn't seem very professional and the facilities were not really appropriate for this very very frequent fixture schedule so eventually they put pressure on the FA to negotiate a venue with the Laetian Cultural Services Department to be open because all of the public sports ground are actually still closed until now and yeah so the FA tried their best and eventually came to the compromise with the government to open Chengguano Sports Ground but still all games there have to be played behind closed doors there is a very very strict limit on how many people can attend including media and staff 
and also how the players have to use the facilities there. If you remember correctly, each dressing room can only have six players at the same time and they're also not allowed to shower there but they have to shower at the training center. So the FA needs to bust them back to get the shower after the game. So you can imagine it's not the ideal setup yet and some ridiculous rules in place, but this is the best they could get from the government at this place. So while you're all sweaty and muddy, you have to get on a bus and sit there. That doesn't sound very hygienic. Well, yeah. Yeah, is that an aside for another day? Okay, so all of those Sapling Cup games have now been played. Kitchi won Group A, Southern won Group B, So that is the final. That's correct. We have our Sapling Cup final, the fourth most important tournament in Hong Kong football. It is tentatively scheduled for the 10th of May at the Mongkok Stadium. And we still don't know when the Senior Shield final will be played, right? Ah, I'd forgotten about that. (laughs) Yeah, you see. (laughs) Even though it's the second most important tournament. Oh, speaking of the third most important cup tournament, FA Cup. Pegasus had a cracker of a match against Yun Long, which they won 5-4 after extra time. And clearly man of the match was who? Jean Moser. Indeed. Relatively new signing for Pegasus, of course, formerly of Yun Long. And uh, yeah, he got four goals in this game. Yun Long were 3-2 up going into the 92nd minute when Moser put away a penalty to make it Three all, and then he got two in extra time to make it 5-3 before Santana got a consolation goal for the Farmers. 5-4 it ended, and Pegasus are the first team through to the semifinals of the FA Cup. That's very true. And did you see a familiar face at the sidelines for Yun Long? Is it their new coach? The new coach, old coach, Kenneth Kwok is Kenneth Kwok. Of course. (laughs) Back where he belongs. On the sidelines at Yoon Long. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. Well, not the FA Cup, but hopefully... No, we can't. <laughs> no, we can't the FA Cup, but hopefully the league. Yeah, hopefully. They still haven't won a game in the league, so maybe now they can. Like I said, they're through to the semifinals, and they're basically going to get all of the FA Cup games out of the way whilst this behind-closed-door arrangement is in place. Other teams hoping to join them will play games for the rest of the week. So we have RNF versus Happy Valley on the 13th. Who's going to win that, Toby? RNF? <laughs> Didn't even have to wait until you finished aggression. <laughs> <laughs> on the 15th, we have Kitchi versus Eastern. That's a tough call. Kitchi just recently beat Eastern in the Suppling Cup, but just by a late goal, I think, in the 89th minutes by Fernando. Uh, so it was on very equal levels. I think it's extremely interesting, right? Because you have Manuel Blader now playing for Kitchi and you have Lucas Silva and Sandro on the other side. It's quite confusing. <laughs> I'm actually excited for that. Should be a very good match and want to... Live stream at home. Live stream at home. <laughs> on a Monday, no? Isn't it? On, on the 15th. What's oh, they're not playing on the Sunday, right? So there you Sorry. go. You can um, spend your Sunday doing that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you do look enthusiastic. Uh, and then on the 16th, on the Monday, Southern will play Taipo in a battle of the district teams. And I think I would back Southern for that one. Well, let's not underestimate Taipo. They have been looking quite okay recently. They eliminated Lehman from the FA Cup preliminary round. And they also had fairly good games in recent weeks not winning all of them but even if you think back at mid-January when there were still Premier League games in Hong Kong where people could go and watch they didn't look too bad against Salvan they lost 2-4 but they had a huge number of shots on goal not all of them on target (laughs) (laughs) you can't ask for everything (laughs) exactly 
And also, not to forget, they just signed a new Korean forward who actually is quite famous. At least has a very good... Son Heung-min. Ah. You are so obsessed with Son Heung-min. <laughs> <laughs> it's, not, it's not him. Oh, actually, while we're talking footballing obsessions, the listeners may be interested to know that in the absence of CSL and Hong Kong football over the past few weeks, that you, Toby, have found yourself a new loyalty in... Yes, indeed. In yes. The I'm, second tier of English football. I'm very proud of that. This very lovable team and likable team from the championship in England. Charlton. Yeah. Charlton Athletic. Yeah. They stole my heart. <laughs> <laughs> ben Parrington all the way. Exactly. <laughs> so occasionally you're going to get updates now on how Charlton are doing as well. This yeah. Is. Much more so than on Everton. <laughs> <laughs> we, need a, uh, we need a Brazilian player called Charlton, don't we? <laughs> Yeah, probably coming next season. The brilliantly named Charlton Camargo. That's mine then. <laughs> but coming back to the typo player, mm. Kim Sang-yong, he's a new forward signed from Korea and played for the likes of FC Seoul before and Puriram United, I think, recently as well. And has been doing well so far and making up the departure of Sandro earlier in the season. Yeah, well, he's already got uh, three goals in three appearances, two against RNF in the Sapling Cup and won against Yoon Long. And they've now got two players called Kim because he joined Kim Min Ki, who I've seen play a few times and he generally just looks like an angry man. So hopefully this player is bringing more to the table. So after all that, you're saying that Taipo might win this game. They will have a fair chance and it's a cup game as well. So, you know, the laws of the league do not apply. <laughs> it saddens me that the semi-finals of the FA Cup are going to be played behind closed doors. I've always found that the semi-finals of the FA Cup are really nice days out at the Moncock because you generally get a good crowd from like who support different teams and it's generally at the time of year when the weather is nice and sunny but not too hot. And so it's a bit of a shame that we're not we're going to miss out on that. We're going to miss out on most of the kind of major occasions, seasonal occasions that we look forward to throughout the season. The senior shield's gone as a final that's not going to be happening at the usual time of year those semi-finals look I know there are more important things going on but just a shame yeah that's why I watch Charlton <laughs> <laughs> speaking of things that are not going to happen international games yeah <laughs> bring me up to date Toby so this was Always something that has been widely expected for a couple of weeks because the upcoming games for Hong Kong would have been an away game in Iran, which given their fight with the coronavirus at the moment seemed extremely unlikely. And it would have been another home game against Iraq, um, all being played at the end of March. And very recently, the AFC collectively decided that they want to apply to postpone all of the World Cup qualifiers. Also with the background that the AFC is not so much under pressure because they don't have a European championship to play and the World Cup will just happen in winter of 2022. So they have more space to play as the Asian Cup qualifiers eventually. So there's not so much pressure on them to, to finish everything before summer. So all the games from March and June have been rescheduled to autumn and will happen then in, in September or November or October, provided everything is back to normal. So the Hong Kong national team won't play another international until another competitive international until then. Right. So that also gives the Legislative Council more time to think about the national anthem law. <laughs> <laughs> That's just what we need. Right. <laughs> so this means that we won't have any international games at the end of March. So what will the Hong Kong FA do with this freed up weekend? What will it do? Play a round of Hong Kong Premier League. Ah, there you go. 
Right, so this was a plan that they had in mind. They just waited for the final confirmation and it's very likely that in this week they will try to play some of the previously postponed games and making use of the small window to make up time for what have already been lost over the last couple of months. This is a cursed season. Yeah, it, it feels like that. Yeah, first you had the protests, which, to be honest, by comparison, the disruption wasn't that bad. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Yeah, and, and yeah, it's just now we have, yeah, it's not a good time to be following Hong Kong football. It's certainly not a good time to be making a podcast about <laughs> Hong Kong football. I'm optimistic because I think in one week we are the only league that is still playing football. And so the whole world is going to have to listen the to The whole it. world is listening to the Hong Kong football podcast. Yeah, trying to find yeah. out who exactly. Lucas Silva is. And exactly. Yeah, and Lok Fung. And this is just the players that are coming <laughs> into my head. This is the order. I don't know why. Uh, okay, so I think that's everything. Listeners. How has this whole experience been for you? Please get in touch. Let us know and we'll maybe talk about what you say next week. Uh, you can get in touch with us on Instagram, as always. Hong underscore Kong underscore pot football underscore. Oh. <laughs> oh, you can guess what it is. Ah, now I'm confused. Can you say it again? <laughs> or podcast at offside.hk. We'd love to hear from you because, well, there's not much else to talk about. What to do at all. <laughs> So we're just refreshing our inbox <laughs> every 10 minutes for a new email because there's nothing to do. <laughs> okay, listeners, we will probably be back. Oh, we haven't actually mentioned the fact that we just didn't make a podcast two weeks ago. I think no one noticed. Yeah. <laughs> I think you probably figured out why we didn't make one because there was really nothing happening. We'll probably be back in two weeks' time. Until then, take care of yourselves. Take all of the precautions that you think are important to your health. Hope you stay fit and healthy. Hope your team wins. Hope that we can get back to normal sometime soon. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That's a place for you.